Hey everyone, today's episode is going to sound a little different, and that's because it was put together by our friends at Longneck and Thunderfoot, which is a startup co-founded by Columbia College alum Cooper Pickett. As today's story is about startups and the Startup Columbia Festival, it seemed like the perfect opportunity to pass them the reins. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Lowdown, a podcast of news and ideas from the Columbia Alumni Association. Today, we'll be hearing from some of Columbia's up-and-coming entrepreneurs, all of whom were winners of this year's Columbia Venture Competition. These founders competed for a top prize of $250,000. The objective? To give the judges compelling evidence of market acceptance for their value propositions. Nearly a year later, we asked each of these companies what they're doing, how placing in the competition has affected their business, and what it means to them to be Columbia entrepreneurs. First up, our third place winners, Stack AI. So hi, I'm Dan. Uh, I'm Mike. And we're the co-founders of Stack AI, which is a lightweight relationship management tool. We make it easy for individuals and small businesses to know who they have been in touch with and who they need to get back in touch with. Next up, their second place winners, Salo. My name is Adrian Gradinaro, um, CVS uh, class of 2014. Um, I'm a CEO and co-founder of Salo. Um, my name is Delphine Braz. I'm also CBS um, 2014, also co-founder of Salo. So Salo is an online uh, marketplace that connects people that want to rent boats. Uh, with boat owners, charter companies, and licensed captains. Finally, there are first place winners, Wandering Bear Coffee. Wandering Bear is a beverage company that makes and delivers tasty, affordable, and most of all, convenient cold brew coffee on tap for homes and offices. I'm Matt Bachman. I'm one of the founders of Wandering Bear Coffee. We make it easy to have fresh iced coffee at home and at work. Cold brew iced coffee specifically, the best kind of iced coffee. It's a pretty disparate group of companies and services. The one thing connecting them is their relationship with the Columbia Entrepreneurship Program. We were in the Columbia Startup Lab right after graduating from from business school. And uh, that was um, an amazing privilege for us because not only it was a a great office space, but I would say most importantly, we were surrounded by recent alums who were also entrepreneurs. I think that environment was very valuable to us in terms of sort of exchange of ideas and uh, advice and a lot of very fruitful discussions that we had with our with our friends and and colleagues. And being in that environment, uh, we we were and still are very connected to Colombia. And uh, we I think the fact that uh, Colombia had this competition was a great opportunity for us. Beyond the funding, the venture competition was a great opportunity for these companies to get publicity and reach a bigger portion of the Columbia alumni community. Uh, Startup Columbia is an annual venture competition where sort of student teams or alumni teams compete for seed funding, for alumni support, for attention that really helps launch your business and take it to the next level. With so much competition, how did each of these companies manage to make their pitch stick out? To put it another way, how did each of these companies manage to win? Uh, a very important advice that I have for other entrepreneurs is not only believe in what you do, but also show it. Um, 
show that it's something because I think there's a lot of ideas floating around and many of them um, don't never become take to fruition and being a, a company and even the ones that do become startups there's a lot of them that could be billion dollar industries or not and the main difference is the people in them and uh, I think showing that confidence and complete belief in what you're doing and convincing everyone around you I think that's sort of the power that you have as a founder and uh, you should always project that because people definitely feel it. People vote for you in these competitions and investors invest in you because they trust you. So showing that you're well prepared, that you know your business inside and out, that this is something that you're working really hard at doing and that you know your strategy, the right strategy, is what convinces people. So in the end it's all about convincing them that you are gonna become really big. I think we won yeah. because we had a really simple and clear pitch. There were a lot of other com companies that had a more complicated, sophisticated pitch, but it's really hard to convey that much detail in a short amount of time. We were very clear to the point that we were going to solve a very specific pain point with a very monetizable product. Right. I think at that point we still were, we still we still only had an MVP at the time, so our product only had. A very specific audience that we were targeting so people could relate to it people wanted to try it out there was kind of a user base that we were targeting and that was the entrepreneurs in that tech space certainly one of the things that helped us stand out was narrative I think we had a very good sense we were actually fundraising at the time and that process really has you focus on story and narrative. And much like you know, when you're applying to a school, for example, you need to connect the dots and show how you know, the point where you are for us, that competition was a you know, part of a natural progression towards something great. You know, we, we really had our story down. Um, and we'd been fortunate. I mean, we had started the business while we were in school. We started during the first year at, at Columbia Business School, uh, and as a result, had gotten some nice early traction that we were able to speak to. So we had the story about where we were going, and we were able to substantiate that with actual numbers that you know, we've been able to achieve while we were in school. A company needs to be self-sufficient, but to get to that point, they all need a little bit of funding to help them get started. How have Salo, Stack AI, and Wandering Bear used the money they won from the Columbia Venture Competition to build crucial infrastructure for their companies? What new successes has this funding helped them to achieve? At that moment, we were just starting to turn our eyes towards fundraising. We had never fundraised for a tech company, let alone in New York. Uh, and so the Venture competition was the first time we started thinking about our pitch, how we wanted to articulate our ideas and our vision to investors, to judges. And so it really laid the foundation for what was our first round. After the pitch, we really had a, a winning sort of the $10,000, the third place that we won. We had a great foundation. We ended up closing a small seed round, and that catapulted us for the next year. So we used that money to uh, build out an engineering team to sort of release subsequent versions of the product uh, that led to the point that we could get a few paying customers on board and we're really proud of what we were offering to our customers and the problem we were solving to our customers. Right, right. We were actually out 
uh, raising capital at the time. So it was really, in, in, it really helped keep us keep us going during those very early days post graduation. We won it coming out of uh, coming out of our second year of business school. So you know, it was pretty much the last thing we did. Really nice capstone at the end of the program. Um, you know, in terms of where we were then, it was just me and my co-founder Ben Gordon. Um, it was the two of us. We were still making the coffee ourselves at a kitchen in Queens, spending our weekends doing that. At this point, we are up to 11 uh, employees, uh, have expanded distribution throughout the Northeast, uh, and that's continuing. So, so yeah, it's been an exciting period of growth in the nine or 10 months since Startup, Colum- uh, Startup Columbia. Um, we started working on it right after graduating from Columbia Business School. Um, went into you know a beta mode in November 2014, and then really launched and started generating revenues in spring 2015. So things have been great. We worked out of the Columbia Startup Lab for um, for a year, and then moved on to another office space. And then just now in fall 2015, we um, participated in TechStars New York, and um, and we're still working out of that space. And and we've had a really great first quarter of 2016, um, we've surpassed our forecast. So we're yeah. very ex- excited about uh, our progress and about the, the upcoming summer season. Now that these Columbia founders have taken one more step in their journey towards a profitable, sustainable business, what next steps do they envision? How does Columbia fit into that future? Onward and upward. I mean, we're really, you know, it's really for us um, about right now. I mean, our focus is in the Northeast, um, in the Northeast market, expanding uh, retail distribution um, and really fleshing out you know, what we'd view to be, you know, the uh, the Northeast market test and then taking that and replicating it in other regions. So up to Boston, down to D.C. and then over to the West Coast. When we, we were in the competition, we had you know our first initial customers, and like the feedback had been fantastic. Like customer satisfaction was like 100%. And as we scale, we've maintained that satisfaction. Like people are really loving it. Like this winter, it's been mostly like in Florida and the Caribbean. People are having an amazing time on our boats. Um, our boat owners are very responsive. They offer amazing service. So our clients have been very happy. And so this summer, we're excited about you know sailing in the New York Harbor, uh, corporate events, um, weekends in the Hamptons. Um, so I, I think the summer is going to be great, and and we're really confident that as we scale, like customer satisfaction is going to continue to be, you know, almost perfect. Stack AI has big ambitions as well, but to reach them, they need additional funding from investors and VC firms. To secure that funding, they've got a quick pitch they'd like to make to Columbia alums and listeners everywhere. We essentially went databaseless, um, meaning that none of the information that clients provide on our product is actually stored on the device and within our application or on the servers. We actually utilize a lot of existing infrastructure that Apple provides and leverage that to sort of create a very, very safe haven for important contact info. What Accompli and Mailbox did for inboxes on your mobile phone and what Sunrise did for calendars, we're trying to do for the calendar, for the contact book. 
basically the contact book hasn't been upgraded in 10 years on your mobile phone, but there are all these principles that are, have been developed by sophisticated CRM systems that can benefit the individual. We take the 5% that has been, that is used by CRM systems, give it for free to the individual and allow them to access and keep in touch with their contact in a much easier and more sophisticated manner. That's it. Keep in touch with the people that matter to you. How do listeners get in touch with Stack AI? Mike has a pretty simple answer. Just find us at Mike or Dan at Stack.ai. And what about Wandering Bear? WanderingBearCoffee.com. Get in touch. There's definitely a contact form. Um, we're known to send lots of free coffee to offices around New York City. It's actually a big part of both our business and our marketing strategy. It's it's try the coffee. We promise you'll like it. And most of the time they do enough to keep buying it. Um, but even if even if they don't, just reach out to us. We'd be happy to send uh, send a trial case for their office. Salo even offers a special deal exclusively for Columbia alums and entrepreneurs. I mean, obviously we treat all of our customers very well. Mm -hmm. It's just uh, Columbia holds a special place in our in our hearts, as it always will. Mm -hmm. So we always um, do everything possible uh, to to make sure that they they have an amazing experience. They can just visit the website, which is www.salo, which is S-A-I-L-O.com. And then at checkout, they can click on coupon and enter CBS and they'll get their 10% discount. They can also, you know, contact us. We're always available for CBS alums. And if they're planning something a little bit more special, you know, a special event or something for their companies, like we can also help put together an amazing outing for them. Finally, we ask each of these companies what it means to be a Columbia entrepreneur. How did both the program and the competition help them to develop their ideas? What has the Columbia Network done for them? And why should others seeking to develop a business consider the program? I mean, in more ways than one, they put the, their money where their mouth is. I mean, it's like from day one, you know, getting on campus, entrepreneurship was you know, a word that was in bold letters all over campus and in most you know, talks, but going through the program and, and being up there for two years, I mean, to actually get to benefit from it, to see it in action. I mean, the Startup Columbia is just one way. I mean, they support with, with real real dollars. I mean, it's a significant amount of money and, and a lot of prizes. I mean, not just the top prize. I mean, I think it's you know, more than 10 teams. I'm not sure how many, but um, it's a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just they, they actually provide tangible support from the Startup Lab and the subsidies there, um, the Lang Fund. I mean, it's really, it's it's been invaluable to us as we've as we've worked to build in the early days of the business. I think the most the most kind of impressive aspect of being part of the Columbia Startup Lab is having people who are in similar positions as you. I mean, um, a lot of people talk about being in the trenches, and that's something that the Columbia Startup Lab has helped me with moving forward with being able to come in every single day, dedicate the hours, and kind of share that same experience because it's only the guy next to you that really gets what's going on. Almost all of our revenue is traceable back to the Columbia Startup Lab. So our very first client came from one of the uh, office hours that was done here at the Columbia Startup Lab. We started talking to them about what we were doing. They liked the product. A couple months later, they became our first client. They introduced us to our second client, that second client introduced us to a couple others, but really it all originates with that first Columbia introduction. So the community, the alumni community, the alumni support, it's all been incredibly powerful and beneficial for our, our business.
think that environment was very valuable to us in terms of sort of exchange of ideas and uh, advice and a lot of very fruitful discussions that we had with our with our friends and and colleagues. And being in that environment, uh, we we were and still are very connected to Colombia and uh, we. I think the fact that uh, Colombia had this competition was a great opportunity for us and for all other startups, I think, in, 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 the, in the ecosystem. Um, so yeah, definitely we, we want to be part of the ecosystem as much as possible, so we've definitely applied and worked it well. Yeah, um, I mean, we were really excited to, to one, be part of it. Um, when I was at Colombia, I uh, was the president of the Entrepreneurs' Organization and the first Startup Columbia Festival was like while I was in the club. So um, it was really exciting to then be part of it as a, as a startup and really like pitch to, to the impressive panel of investors. And, and um, in terms of marketing the brand, it was extremely helpful. And then of course the money was great because it helped us pay for office space, which at such an early time in our business is, you know, $50,000 does move the needle. Um, I mean, obviously since then we've raised more <laughs> than 15,000, but at the time it was extremely helpful. So we're really grateful. That's all for this episode with the winners of the Columbia Venture Competition. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Lowdown. The winners of this year's Columbia Venture Competition will be announced on day two of the Startup Columbia Festival, which starts on April 28th. You can find out more about the competition and the festival at startupcolumbia.org. This episode was produced by our friends at Longneck and Thunderfoot and by the Columbia Alumni Association. Columbia University is a mecca of great ideas in one of the world's greatest cities, and with more than 320,000 Columbia alumni who are leaders in every field imaginable and spread across the world, the Columbia Alumni Association brings you the latest musings, updates, and insights from Columbia University. Learn more about the Columbia Alumni Association at alumni.columbia.edu. And to get even more news and ideas from Columbia, be sure to check out thelowdown.alumni.columbia.edu. Thank you.